everybody and welcome to Relics of War episode number 20, I almost said 25 because it's the 25th of December, it's episode no, number... No, it's the 24th, silly. Yeah. Oh, very nice, you're pulling off a little bit of the British, are you, sir? <laughs> Having been born Maybe. in England, it's about time you did that, that's all I got to say, but, oh, it's episode 24, it is December 25th, that's how hardcore we are, Merry Christmas to all, and that uh, falsely English person you just heard, actually you're probably more English than anything else since you were born there. And that makes you legitimately English. What am I talking about? Chaz, how are you doing? Uh, pretty good. I'm going to start saying that you are from www. Until you have an actual place that you're from, I'm just going to throw random URLs in there. So this is Chaz from www.totalserial.com. Also with us here is Tasha with siradio.fm. Hello, folks. Yes, I'm here. Being slight, uh, It's 6 o'clock here in, in the UK, and I've just started my first alcoholic beverage of the day. So, this episode could get, well, yeah, oh. interesting towards the end. Um, yeah, I might go <laughs> grab a Corona before we're done here, because I'm at my in-law's house, because we're celebrating Christmas here. Everyone's upstairs playing cards. I freaking hate playing cards. I will never play Pineapple, or Pinnacle, or whatever the, it is. Pinnacle. <laughs> yeah, they always try and tell me to come do that, and I instead, like, go play the PS3 with my son or something. I'm a good influence on it. Um, yeah, so, uh, I'm sipping on an, es- an espresso here. My in-laws like to call it an espresso. Drives me up the wall. Liz- Lacey almost kicked me in the face yesterday. Because by about the eighth, time, the eighth time I corrected them, they're like, stop it. It doesn't matter. Yes, it does. Because you make it sound like it's a it's a drink that zips across the house really fast or something. That was a terrible joke. Espresso? That was a very bad yeah, joke. Yeah. It took me a while. I blame the Baileys. Yes. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to take a sip of anyway. my espresso now so someone else can talk. So what have you been up to, Chaz? Hmm. Well, celebrating Christmas. <laughs> or should I say, I gotta be, I gotta be correct here. I got, celebrating the holidays. Oh, right, right. I was kind of meaning like the rest of the week, not not just today, but yeah. Oh, slacking off. Good call. Because uh, my call. exams are done, so I'm pretty much on break right now. That must be nice. Actually, I said yeah. that, but I worked my last day of work for the next two weeks yesterday, so woo! Oh, oh good guys. for you. Well, yeah, but Tasha's not really off, because she's still got to plan a wedding. Oh, yeah, <laughs> don't remind me. That's no bueno. I, I, I was in uh, Gilles earlier on, and I started looking at the dialogue that was going on for the Hearts of the North, the new stuff they added, and uh, I totally agree with Gwen's sentiments. It's like, yeah, it's great getting married, but planning a wedding, not fun. <laughs> yeah, that's how Lacey and I were. We... Actually, Lacey's mom was the one who uh, planned the whole wedding. We just we were mostly just interested in getting married or being married. We didn't really want to have a we didn't care so much about the wedding. But it was nice to actually have a traditional one to look back on now. Even though I cried at my yeah. own wedding, I just said that I publicly. To, Shit. I think I'm gonna cry like a baby. <laughs> so yeah, don't worry about it. I just teared up a little bit. That's all. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Picks. 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 <laughs> Hicks, yeah, or it didn't happen. Happened. Oh, I thought you said Hicks. I'm like, what does Hicks? Ha- what do Hicks have to do with this? Hey, that was a nice wedding we had there. <laughs> Shotgun wedding. <laughs> Damn it! Now I wanted a theme one. Wonder how late it'd be. Like, wonder if I could do it. Change it to from being. It's kind of got this sort of black tie, sort of um, casino royale kind of theme going through the wedding. So it's all like evening dresses and all the rest of it, martini cocktails. wonder how hard it would be to change it to a Hicks wedding. <laughs> well, you're not doing yourself any favors by changing it to a Hick wedding. <laughs> oh, so you're prejudiced uh, against Hicks as well, are you? Well, they don't come off as the most uh, 
what's the word? Intelligent of a bunch. <laughs> yeah. Of choices you could, you know, choose. My... Unless, of course, you have a lot of people from, like, South Carolina, that may, or, you know, from the South, they'd love it. Not South Carolina. A big part of my roots is actually very hickish. Um, actually, no, like, if you were to go down my genealogy, most of it comes from England, actually. Maybe that's why I am so taken to the English. But um, the family that I have now, the extended family, uncles and stuff, I swear all of them like to wear cowboy boots and have mustaches. Mustaches are so stupid. So generally they look like pedophiles. Peter who? Oh, Peter, pedophile. Peter fi- yes. <laughs> Pedophiles. <laughs> like, Peter Files, who's that? <laughs> oh, God. I heard pedophiles. But... <laughs> as in, like, bread. As in, like, piece of bread. That or, like, the uh, animal movement group that Pamela Anderson's a part oh, of. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Right. No. Do not vaccinate animals. I think I'm confusing something there. What? <laughs> mm, there's mercury in that. Anyway, um, yeah, so it's it's Christmas Day here. I suppose we need some Christmas music. So we were all singing Christmas music before this. You want to do it again? No, not really. Ah, yeah. 5.99, 5.99, 5.99, 5.99. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Scott Johnson has this thing. Uh, it's the Ding Pong Christmas. Some people might find it to be a little bit racist. I gotta admit, but it's pretty funny too. So Google that Ding Pong Christmas if you feel adventurous and you're also not very sensitive to racial stuff. Um, right. What else is going on? Anything from Guild Wars, really? It's been pretty slow. Um, um, oh, the profession reveal in January is scheduled. Oh, yeah, yeah, that sounds kind of cool. So I'm awaiting the assassin reveal. This is uh, a little bit of smack talk. Smack talk towards Sean from Guildcast, who's expecting a mesmer. Mm-mm. I'm actually expecting a new one. Brand new profession to be revealed. Really? Yeah, I have no clue what it is, of course, but I expect they'll probably do the new one, just to throw a curveball in there. Because I like being different. <laughs> that would be cool. Yeah. I'm not against that. I just hope they wait until the last to announce the Mesmer. Because we know it's coming. Yeah, basically. So that's basically the gimme. So we're gonna be, if, Once they give us the Mesmer, we're going to be like, that's nice. Thanks, Serene Internet. Well, it depends what they do to the Mesmer. I think with Hexes going um, and Interrupts being almost non-existent, I think that you're going to um, find that they'll have to rework the Mesmer a lot. That's true. To the point where it may almost not look very similar to the Guild Wars Mesmer. If they do so that... They're just going to make it have more flashy animations and make it have a more area effect... Uh, what is it? An area effect focus as opposed to the Guild Wars Mesmer where it was very single target oriented. I want, yeah. I want the Green Lantern profession soon. Or actually <laughs> Blue Lantern is what it looks like. Blue Lantern. Blue Lantern? That wasn't really meant to be a oh, joke. Is, it the blue, is that the blue Mace Lady thing? Yeah. But now that oh we- yes, yes. You were, you were talking about that last episode with like the concept art that was released. Mm-hmm. The dude. Yeah. So it's, it's not really a Blue Mace Lady anymore because they finally showed us a dude, so... Blue yeah, Mace it, it reminds Man, me of Blue that. Mace Man. <laughs> Does whatever a Blue Mace can. He's going to be the new Whammo, that's for sure. Yeah, probably. Whammo Man. Whammo Man. Does whatever a Whammo can. Whammo? Whammo. He said Whammo. So for those of you who don't understand that, um, Whammo is... In Guild Wars, you have the dual profession thing, and you could ha- make your war- your warrior character a monk, so they called they abbreviated it to Whammo, and it's pretty much the telltale sign of a noob because you have a player because you have a player who's very melee oriented, healing people. The only thing worse is a uh, Mo Wham, like Alicia. Mo Wham. Yeah, yeah, That's I agree oh, yeah. with that one. 
Monks don't take touch skills unless you know you want to get killed. I wonder if Loudon's ever said that. <laughs> I'm just what? trying to force my. Well, hand. he's a ranger. Touched, anything's but... possible. No. Wall Street. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh dear, this is going to be a train wreck. This episode. I know. It's going to be awesome at the same time. It's Never okay. Mind. At some point, I'll do another Smithy impersonation just to make people. Okay. You some... Be my Christ- your Christmas present to me. Yeah. Your- Smithy. Well, when I when I edited the show last week, I was kind of like half paying attention to uh, posting on the blog, and as I'm editing, I'm like, "Whoa, Smithy was on here!" And I realized that was me. I'm like, "Crap, <laughs> I did do pretty good." You did really, really well. You did do really well. That was good. Good times. Oh, so, so something else about Guild Wars came up recently. There's a couple more things. I did with the Winter's Day rollout happened, and there were new uh, quests that got added. And then they also made a shambles of releasing the book. Oh, right. Made a shambles of releasing the book? What happened? Well, it was been a timetable to release on the 28th of December for ages. And it seems almost like, and this is pure speculation on my part, but it seems like the publishers or some resellers got hold of the book copies early and started sending them out to people who had pre-orders. So instead of making uh, people wait until the 28th, they basically ended up releasing it in the States, and there were a couple of blog posts that went up. But it seemed to be very much after the fact. Um, and when I looked sort of earlier on this week, I think it was on Thursday or something, there wasn't even anything on the official Guild Wars 2 website to say the book had been released at all. So it's available in the States, and you can get it on Amazon and Kindle and all the rest of it. However, in the UK, you go to Amazon, and it says it's released next week, and it's a three- to five-week delivery wait time. Hmm. And then you go to uh, Kindle, and it says it's blocked for the UK users. So long story short, everyone in the States is getting uh, to read the, the new book, and we over the pond are not. So. Well, what if for Christmas... In, in their defense... The, do- the new Doctor Who episode is being released in the UK first, and us Canadians and Americans get to see it on Boxing Day, which stinks. Yeah, it depends if you like Doctor Who or not. I know. I, you know, I tried watching Doctor Who. I didn't get very far. But... Yeah, I know. It's it's really, really esoteric. Yeah. It was it was enjoyable, but it's, it's kind of something that I would watch when I had nothing else to do, and that's not very <laughs> often. So. Or, you know, you put something into your system, and not everything's quite in balance. Well, the show we've been watching lately is actually Chuck. I, I wasn't sure I could stomach it at first because it had a very BBC uh, cinematography way about it. And I hate to say mm-hmm. this, but I, I'm not really big on the way the BBC does their series cinematography. It's probably just that I'm accustomed to you know the kind of stuff we do in America, like Supernatural. That has the kind of cinematography I go for. Yeah. Um, but I've been getting way into Chuck lately. And th- they have a guy on there named Captain Awesome. Really? Yeah, his uh, brother. That's awesome. Yeah, because he says awesome so much, you know. Hey, Chuck, that's awesome. He calls him on his phone and it comes up, Captain Awesome. So my wife is debating on starting to call me Captain Awesome because I uh, admittedly do say that a lot. And the actor's name is Ryan. But anyway, back to the book. What if we bought you a book? What if we bought you this book and sent it to you? Well, um, I probably could get hold of it when it releases next week. But that's not the point, really. The point is that I thought after Ghost of Ascalon, they would have been able to sort out what the different what the problem was releasing the book in the states and in the UK at the same time. Because with Ghost of Ascalon, we had the same kind of wait even after release date. It was still saying three to five weeks, and I bought the Kindle version instead because I couldn't get hold of it. Um, but apparently not. So it's the principle so, of the thing that's getting to you. Yeah, it's just a question. You know, they know that this game is 
as big as if not if not bigger in Europe than it is in the States and yet apparently it's too hard to organize a world wide release. Yeah, well if our mm-hmm. listener statistics are a new reflection of the Guild Wars base, like if it's just like a micro example, then Europe definitely needs to be a little bit more catered to. I'm gonna pull them up right now just to see. It's to be given priority. <laughs> I wouldn't even say priority. I mean, state, um, Arena is an American company. It's understandable yeah. they want to release stuff for their home audience at the same time. And I can understand if there was a delay translating it to other languages, because I know there was with um, As- Goats, of As- Goats-, Goats of Ascalon? Ghosts of Ascalon? Goats of Ascalon. <laughs> 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 That's an entirely different book. Um, but, yeah. Whoa, our Chinese listenership grew. Sorry, that's like how many? <laughs> very relevant, but yeah, we five um, percent of our listener, no, six percent of our listenership is from China. Nice. It's all those botters. That's possible. That's very true. And Germany's <laughs> only one percent. We're like the only podcast that isn't rocking it in Germany. That's funny. But we have a lot of Canada and the UK. Oh wow, I wonder why that is. Where are you two from, yeah, by really. the way? Anyway. <laughs> and then the United States is fifty percent. So okay, our listenership. Last time I looked, it was a lot different. Sweden was huge. And now it's only 3%. Well, of course, that's this last week. I should. How many viewers do we actually have? Um, our here. On your average week, we have about 1,200, but we'll leap up to about nice. 2,000 sometimes. So pretty big listenership we're getting. And once the game releases, uh, yeah, I'm going to have to switch hosts. Yeah. Because <laughs> Bluehost ain't going to be happy with that. Yeah, I wish you hadn't told me that now. I've got stage fright. <laughs> You're like, Aww. I've been boozing it, and now 2,000 people are going to hear this. Yeah. Fabulous. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm used to it on the radio, but that's only about 120 people. <laughs> yeah, and the thing anyway. is, the way PodTrack tracks it, like if, if it wasn't ruling out people that just listened to about two minutes of the episode and then shut it off or something, then it would be much higher. These are people that downloaded the whole thing. So these aren't <laughs> people that streamed it over iTunes just for a preview. This is, And a lot of these are actually subscribers from what it looks like because week to week it's pretty consistent so uh, i haven't looked at the feedback very recently i'll check that out later we did get some emails though might as well just hop into this uh we got one from aaron let's see and he says hey ryan and friends i just like to ask a simple favor please give a shout out to this thread it's on guildwarsguru.com it's december matt commentary what let me open this you can tell oh yes 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 what's matt commentary uh, monthly the monthly automated tournament. Oh, right. Okay. For Guild vs. Guild. He continues to say, They messed up the recording this month, but the November tournament vids are pretty good. They can be found at the YouTube channel, GWGAPOK. PvP community is really lacking and needs fresh blood. These commentaries can yeah, help basically. prospective PvPers get some knowledge of GVG. Thanks, Echo. Ah, right. his name's not Aaron, it's Echo. Disregard the man behind the curtain. P.S. In case you didn't know, Matt is the monthly automated tournament. Well, there you have it. Held on the last Saturday of each month. So you can tell I was prepared for a Christmas episode. We basically oh, got together and we were like, hey, Loudon said we should do this. We need. <laughs> we also need to smack talk Loudon a little more. Uh, yeah, it's actually quite interesting how they're trying to uh, build up the PvP community because right now it's definitely lacking. Yeah, I'm actually a little bit interested in getting into it. Um, I don't know, though. There's something about scripted PvP that has always bothered me. So I would be doing, like, oh, so, battle... Like, what kind of scripted PvP are you talking about? Mostly, like, Heroes Ascent, the stuff where there's three or four people, and it's mostly about... Uh, it turns into a chess match more than improvisation and being able to react to the right things. It seems to me that when you go into those, it's more of a chess match dependent on what you see, what their builds are, and stuff like that. 
So you mean it's Build Wars? <laughs> yeah, I don't like Build Wars. I like going yeah. into... Me- this is why the whole World versus World and Guild Wars 2 sounds really great to me, is because you're going in there, and it's just about what's happening at that point in time. There's not a whole lot of, like, well, we're obviously going to be going up against this because it's popular right now. Yeah. Yeah, I know, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Because, so- yeah, that's that's a lot about what Build War, uh, Guild Wars is about when you get to... Uh, like the um, top 100. I've heard about this. Like, don't take my, um, don't take this um, for uh, the truth here. This is really just um, word of mouth. But once you get to the top 100 or top 200, you start really just saying, okay, so we know that this guy is going to be running this comp, so let's run this stuff to counter that. Yeah. And it just becomes a mind game. And there's many games that you go into where after the first two minutes, everyone just resigns out because they're like, we can't do this. They're, they brought the counter. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what bothers me. It's, it's worse than even a chess match. It's more like just a, a choreographed dance. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so we got an email from Ben White, and he says, Hi, sorry I never got to call in the last show. Wait, no, there's no screen name here. Is this someone that has spoken to me before? I am so prepared. My cell kind of went through the, the wash. Oh, my cell kind of went through the wash. Ooh, his cell phone. That sucks. But anyway, I thought I'd bring up something I found that gives a hint to what the unknown profession professions might have for a game mechanic. In the Combat Developer Notes Part 2 article, when talking about environmental weapons, like picking up a tankard of ale you could drink from it, smash it over someone's head, etc., was written, and I quote, These are just a few of the many environment objects that players will be able to interact with. There are even a few professions whose mechanics are built heavily upon these sorts of interactions, like the elementalist skill Conjure Flame that creates several large flaming rocks that can be picked up and thrown at the enemy. Now, end quote. Not sure if this has been discussed on the show before or not, but I found it very interesting. Any thoughts on how you think this could come into play as a class? My thoughts are that it gives more credence to the whole engineer class. I can see those steampunky gun turrets that were shown in some Guild Wars 2 <laughs> artwork being interactable with other players. Anyway, love the show and keep it up from the fan of the show, Ben. P.S. Go Canada. He's a hoser, Aww. eh? Oh, I feel happy now that there's another hoser listening in. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, you know, uh, we got a few new members in the guild last time I checked, and one of them had this really cool idea for the profession that hasn't been revealed yet we have absolutely no idea what it could be in this case what i considered like the engineering class it could be like um one angle that they could have for it would be like a dual wield pistol variant because it seems like everyone's doing that nowadays in games yeah and with those guns there they really haven't done enough with guns yet from what we've seen to really justify bringing them into the fray Mm -hmm. so i this class has to have something to do with guns either that or the mesmer does which would be kind of weird i don't know yeah like, I'd love uh, the idea of a Mesmer's pistols. That'd be awesome. Illusionary pew pew. Yeah, absolutely. Illusionary pew pew. That'd be sweet. Although I'm the uh, the picture just changed on my desktop and it's now a picture of the archer Silvari and her breasts are just staring at me. And I just imagine pew pew. Anyway, that's pretty wrong. Put <laughs> the window over the hatch. They got cross imaginations, baby. Yeah. <laughs> you got guns in your teats. Okay. Anyway. Um, anyway, regards back to environmental weapons, there was a while, and it was quite a long time actually, I thought that the elementalist would only be able to use certain achievements if they were standing on or had were holding the element they were trying to use. Like, air would be available all the time, but not if they were underwater. Water, they'd only be able to use if they were standing in a puddle. And fire, they'd only be able to use if they had a torch and all the rest of it. So, 
that's pretty stupid when I think back on it now, but that's what I thought it would be for quite a while. Um, having thought about it all, though, if you're going to have something that is reliant that heavily on environmental weapons, you've got to have them everywhere. Otherwise, you're going to be pretty useless when you're in a dungeon and there's not the, exactly the right thing around for you to use. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm a little... It just feels more like... Yeah. I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, well, I was just saying it feels like it's just going to be more like busy work at that point. You just have to prepare yourself and get, you know, it's, it feels like D&D where you have to like go through all this little busy work micromanagement just to get everything set for you, can, you to actually, you know, go in and have fun. But isn't that also something that Arena have said they want to, uh, you know, get rid of the sort of 30 minute wait to go into a dungeon because you still got to go and craft yeah. all your ammo, etc. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I think the engineer class would be pretty forced, unless they've got some. I could still see them going steampunky and engineering, but not with like big machines that you have to fashion. Yeah, they, they could do more I, with it still. I agree with the steampunk thing. I think it seems to be something that's very popular amongst the arena office. So I <laughs> wouldn't be surprised if it found its way into the game. Um, talking about environmental weapons though um, they're only one use in game as well um, when I was playing the demo and I was shaking the trees I had a whole load of apples that fell around and there was a stick as well that I beat a spider on the head with it was just fun but it broke <laughs> after one use so <laughs> yeah it's kind of if, you wouldn't want to rely on them all the time if they give us a steampunky class that wears steampunky goggles I will be going with that <laughs> can you imagine a zero like that that'd be awesome yeah oh man I if you could dress your golem up steam cup, steampunky as well, that'd be awesome. If you could have, like, oh, I wonder if they could have, like, a steampunky profession that actually, like, augments their arms, so that's, like, a machine-like arm. They could be a melee class. Okay, I'm going a little overboard here. That's that's a little crazy. But I was thinking, like, uh, why did I almost say third metal alchemist? I'm, like, confusing encounters of the third kind and full metal alchemist. But that was a good cartoon. I liked it. Right. And I'm not too partial to anime. That actually wasn't real anime, but I am partial to animes that aren't, like, too spastic and weird. First one I ever saw was Starship Nadesco. That was dumb. People screaming all the time and, you know, Hey, that's a nice tie! Your sister, she had big boobs! Uh, Japan and its repression. <laughs> no, but they have a lot of really good ones. I like uh, Wolf's Reign, Gilgamesh. There's probably a lot of people going, Oh, God, Ryan's one of those people. But I have a sister-in-law that's oh, very God. into anime, and she has influenced me and my wife. To enjoy some of it, at least. Oh, and what was the other? Witch Hunter Robin. That one was sweet. And I never watched that. I have no clue what you're talking about at all. Okay, so we need another host uh, occasionally on the show who can actually discuss this crap with me. That's just a calling out there. I'm just kidding. Okay, what else? Oh, more emails. Oh, I'm getting replaced. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> start hiccuping again. <laughs> uh, let's see. Happy holidays to all cheers. This is from David Audi. Heard you guys talking about doing the panel show. Oh, no, this guy sent... This is not an email meant to be read on the show. He, But he did send um, me and Sean a like, mashed-up intro that's a combination of the typical Guildcast intro and Relics. So I'm hoping Sean will be able to use that when we do that in January. Right, so that's all of our emails. I need to save that. One second. <laughs> and uh, Twitter is experiencing its... Well, it's been overtaken by the whale. Yeah, people so we did have some tweets yeah, we... for Twitch attack, but... Twitch... Oh, no, it's just come back. Do it. It's being painfully slow, but it happened. There we go. And we got a nice mashup, too, also from uh, Christian Squire. 
just for the holidays, he went a little bit spin doctor on us, made it sound like we were saying things that we really didn't say, but he didn't get as bad about it as Remedy Man. His nasty <laughs> antics. He's like, I double. can't enjoy that. That was, that was quite a good one, I thought. <laughs> no, Twitter work! Oh, nope, stopped. Oh, damn it. Smithy's back. <laughs> I'm trying to think of something Smithy would have said, but I, I've come up short. He would have said right there, my wife said that about me the other day. <laughs> I should probably clip that. No, I'll leave it in. Alrighty. Oh... Technology is crapping out this week. Skype went, and our Twitter's gone. Ah. Uh, I know Hunter you know, sent us. It occurs during the ha- during the holidays. You know, everyone who should be on tech support is just having a nice holiday, drinking up some cocoa and slacking off. Indeed. I know we certainly got one tweet from Hunter who was asking us what Twitch attack was about and trolling us. That was fun. Yeah, that was good. I started answering him seriously, and he's like, "I'm just trolling you. I should know better." <laughs> I'm trying to look in my timeline see if I can find one, because there was one that wasn't that long ago, but I can't see it. Yeah, it was like... Follow too many people, damn it. Good thing Audacity has the truncate silence function. Of course, if I would shut up, it would be more useful. (laughs) I'm just spamming the F5 key. So, what are you searching for? We're, uh... We're looking on Twitter... Uh, there was a tweet to us, I think it was yesterday, well, I should say a fortnight ago, just because I want to say fortnight, in an English accent, but we're getting the whale instead. No, I messed up the accent right there. That was pathetic. I'm just going to go with the Scottish, and if I'm going to do that, I might as well go get a Corona, eh? Yeah, go get yourself a beer. Go for it. I would have to justify to everybody why I'm getting a, a Corona at 12. Actually, that's a good time to have a beer. It's Christmas Day. You can start drinking at like nine in the morning. It's fine. Yeah. Alright then. I'll be back. I'm back. There you are. I got a Corona with a lime. Lime. So that's why it took you so long. You had to get the lime and you had to cut it up and prepare it and everything. Mm -hmm. Can't blame you. Limes float. That is good news. Next time I'm in a boat and it capsizes, I will reach for a lime. <laughs> I'm saved by the buoyancy of citrus. <laughs> All right. You have to know who Mitch How much of that have you had already? That was the espresso talking there. I'm about to have ah. two very conflicting chemicals in my body. Here it goes. I found the tweet. Oh, did you? Yeah. What was tweeted to us? Yes. Took me a little while. There you go. You can read it. Okay. I feel like the handle is Targus Serious. Oh, Targus. He's serious business. Yeah. <laughs> At Relics of Ore, to the tweet question segment, Twitch Attack, how much will the Guild Wars 2 novel Edge of Destiny cost in US dollars? Because it will not be available in the... No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> how much... How much is it? I don't know. I don't pay attention to this stuff. Uh, I guess I... It's like the Amazon hasn't fallen over. To the cloud. Oh, wait, that's just Google. Edge of Distance. $7.99. Mm. It's just a pocketbook. I think, is it not very big? Because that's pretty affordable for a book. 432 pages, apparently. Huh. Hmm. I really should be reading these things. Uh, Ghost of Asclon was okay. Ended far too quickly, but it was okay. 
I'm actually not the type of person to read unless it's nonfiction. Mm. Like actual... Yeah, I'm the same. I'm the same. Yeah. I'm sure we had another one. Those are the only two I ever saw, but good thing Twitter sucks. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, let's move on. I'll keep hammering the F5 key until something happens. Yeah. Well, is there anything else? Really? Um... Well, did we talk about like the new content that was released for Guild Wars? No, not yet. Um, well, seeing as how it's been around two weeks after it's released, we're not really spoiling anything. No, no, I think you can go. I was, I haven't finished it all, but I don't really care anymore. Are we talking about Hearts of the North? We are. Oh, all right then. Haven't been playing. Okay. Don't know. <laughs> go ahead. Sort with you. Okay. Um, Sorting so spoilers. I guess all right. All right then. So, spoiler alert, people. If you don't like it, too bad. Um, so there was some new content released in Guild Wars, and it was to conclude the uh, chapter in Guild Wars Beyond called Hearts of the North. Um, this one, the characters Gwen and Kieran Thackeray get married. Yay! And they have a little, you know, uh, scavenger hunt for a bunch of weird and exotic things to have at the wedding, and then you actually, partici- and you actually participate in the wedding. Um, at the conclusion, you get a new hero, Kieran Thackeray, and he's a paragon. WTF. I thought he was a ranger. Yeah, that's what I thought too. But no, no, no um, in the st- in the storyline, he apparently, I guess, becomes a leader. I don't know. He gained a bunch of paragon skills throughout the throughout that uh, solo content, and um, I guess he just becomes a leader and he be- converts into a paragon. And then a rematch. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa! So, so they yeah. can change profession, primary profession, but we can't. What the hell's with that? Well, he became a leader, you know, and I don't know. I'm just throwing the the BS stick everywhere I can find it. <laughs> <laughs> to uh, to uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it's kind of cool, I guess, because we got we got a new hero after all this time. It's just that if you really want to get that hero for all your characters, it's going to be such a pain in the arse. Yeah. Because you have to do everything. You have to complete War and Crita, then you have to unlock Hearts of the North. You have to do several scavenger hunts all around. It just feels like busy work at this point for very little payoff. I mean, we already have two Paragons. Does he count towards um, the he Hall of Monuments? Towards, he does not count towards the Hall of Monuments at this point. But John Stummy has uh, announced that they plan to release um, different hero armors for him. Apparently, I think. I think they were going to do that. I'd had to reread, but they were planning on adding him to the uh, Hall of Monument at some point. And I don't know if it would require you to add different hero armors to him or if he could just be added there immediately. Right. Still a lot of work if you've got to add him in. But if it's only yeah, if going to account for the same number of heroes, then I guess it's not so bad. Mm-hmm. Well, the one thing that I just need to get this off my chest. Okay, so. People loved the artwork for the Kieran's bow that you get in the solo content. And so mm-hmm. Renet must have realized this, because when you get unlock Kieran Thackeray, he comes with a customized Kieran's bow that can be inscribable. That's inscribable and moddable. Right. The only problem is that it's not the artwork for that bow. It's Rotwing's recurve bow. Oh, God. <laughs> hmm. They've done it again. I'm a fanboy. I'm still a fanboy. Aw. I will not be... I will not be persuaded Swing. against them unless Guild Wars 2 um, does not give me the ability to save my UI. Completely misses the point. You will never make yeah. me, You will never make me hate upon them. But if they don't let me save my <laughs> UI, I'm going to start like a Eve podcast or some shit. Drinking this Duh. beer, I feel like I'm on Dignation. They talk like that. Do you guys ever listen to Dignation? 
No. no. Oh, they they drink beers like the whole time. It's actually a video podcast, and they just talk about stuff that showed up on Dig. It's pretty good, except for they're a little cruder than I can handle, which is saying a lot considering how crude we can be. <laughs> no, how crude I can be. Mm. Yes, siradio.fm if you want to see that. I don't swear that much on air. I actually swear more on this podcast than I do on air. That's true. You just drop more F-bombs on SI Radio. Yeah, that's true. It's because there's no censorship. I can get away with it. Yeah, yeah. If you, cuss, if you cuss here, then I fire you. No, you don't. You just bleep me out. Well, most of the time, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess that uh, covers the news for Guild Wars. Um, oh, talking yeah. about Eve, we got a call, and I'll play it. I'll play it right here in the actual edit. You guys haven't heard it. Uh, hello, yes, this is uh, Counting Joe Sayers, and I'm with the Army of 12 Monkeys, and we listen to your show all the time. And uh, we, uh, a lot of us play Guild Wars, been playing since it's been out, and since it's gotten so boring, waiting on Guild Wars 2, we have started playing Eve, and we recommend playing Eve. It is a great game, and y'all should try it out. Now, I couldn't tell who that was from, but what they were saying was that I I think it was someone from the army or some services. Couldn't tell. Call was kind of uh, bad, but uh, from the uh, phone number, it seems like they were from abroad. In which case, all they were saying was, we all play EVE and you guys should join us. I've been playing EVE on a um, trial account with my buddy Trevor, and uh, can you hear those dogs barking? No. I heard a little something, but it wasn't anything big. Okay. I can't hear anything now. Yeah, there's a couple Maltesers that live here, and they bark anytime anything touches the doorway. But anyway, um, they wanted they wanted us to try Eve. I was playing Eve, and I really like that whole ship in outer space. Future. It's how do I put this? The game is really awesome. The only problems are number one, I ha- if I'm gonna play an MMO, a game that doesn't have an ending really, I have to be able to play it with my wife. If we're not playing together, I get bored. And she has very little interest in playing Eve. And that's, I mean, 95% of the players in Eve are dudes. It's just kind of that way. Um, and the it's other, just one of those games. Yeah, and the other thing is it's not really, as as Trevor put it, it's not intrinsically rewarding. Like, it, it, it's very difficult to actually feel like you're progressing. It's you're just, rewarded for what you're doing. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's a pay-per-month MMO, so it's got a sub. If it didn't oh. have a sub, I would definitely get on this. It's the kind of game I could hop on just at a random time and have a ball. But it's not. Something... Well, it depends how much you play it, though. Because if you play it enough, then you can basically earn your subscription in game. That's true, but I won't play it that much. Like I want to be yeah. able to get on it like two, three times a month, maybe. All right. Yeah, yeah. Like that's how yeah. I am with Half Life right now. The, I'm just trying to beat Half Life eventually, so I can say I did it. But it's not mm-hmm. really something I enjoy. But I can play that because there's an end in sight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. So. Yeah. Right now, until Guild Wars 2 comes out, I'm mostly just playing console games and stuff. Uh, but... Oh, 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 Ryan, I have something I need to tell you. What's that? And it's something kind of bad, and you're probably gonna hate me and like cut me out of this show entirely for it. You started well. I did start well. Oh god. Oh no. Oh no. Is... Oh yeah. We've actually been talking <laughs> about it because my sister-in-law is going through some hard times, and um, playing WoW is probably gonna be pretty helpful for her. Just for the social aspect and stuff. But it has an effect on the family, you know? Like, if we're going to start WoW, I think only one of us should. Because if both of us are playing WoW, then we get too into it. If I alone start WoW, I go PvP once in a great while, and that's basically all I do. If she 
plays WoW and I don't, she might go do some heroics or something. But if we both do, then we end up raiding and busting our ass till we take out the Lich King and then looking back and saying, what did we do with our lives the past three months? So we will be avoiding that, I think. But if we do opt to, I'll let you know, but it's not likely. Well, I'm on EU, not US. Oh, that's right. I'll send you... I will send you disparaging remarks via Twitter or some other social medium, because my god, man. Wow, no, don't do it. I'm just kidding. Whatever's good for the family. It's like digital meth, man. (laughs) But yeah, you and uh, Kobus... It is is like digital meth. No, no, once you start... There's a lot to do in that game, and once you start playing, you start playing. Yeah, you can't can't play a noticed. I've noticed... I know, I noticed that when I play Guild Wars, I get to a point where I'm like, enough is enough. Even though I'm like with people and I like playing with them, I'm like... Whatever, I'm getting bored of this. Let's do something else. Yeah. Completely, like, something different. Yeah. Now for something completely different. No, but, um... <laughs> sorry, I just, like, started to get alive because the, the Riddlins kicked in. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but, to, wow, you know, I just, uh, there's a good friend of mine. He's not really a good, he's like an e-buddy, you know? We met on WoW, and we just kept in contact even after we, like, quit a few times. And... He's like got back into Cataclysm, and he he didn't he kind of just rushed through it. It's really it's a really quick. You know how they increase the level cap? It's a really quick five levels. You can probably get through a level every two hours, which is really weird because it's WoW, right? Right. You're supposed to don't you're supposed to devote like 200 hours to leveling your character. Anyway, um, so he basically just did not like it after a while. The PvP was meh, and the rating. You know, if you get into a guild, that's awesome, but if you can't, but it's hard to get into guilds nowadays because people, like, want, because now guilds level up. Yeah, yeah, they got a whole leveling yeah. feature of the guild and itself. They want, and they want people who will actually, you know, participate in this, in the leveling up process. So if you can't do that, then I mean, I don't know, it's, it's kind of hard to get into. What? But um, one thing that's really good that they did is that, okay, for this is... A complete nerd out, folks. If you don't, guys don't like WoW, turn off right, turn it off right now and do something else for five minutes. What they did for the rating is really cool. I think they made it so that yeah. I think I've heard about this. Go on. Yeah, they um, what they did is that they made it so that okay, in Wrath of the Lich King, the previous World of Warcraft expansion pack, they made it so that you can do both ten mans and twenty five mans. So that's cool. If you were a small guild, you can do your ten mans. If you were a big guild, you could do your twenty five mans. The twenty five mans awarded better loot than t- than 10 mans in rare circumstances because min maxers like to min max there was exceptions but not all that much so the 25 man loot was better than the 10 man loot and in cataclysm they said there's no longer two sets of gear in 10 man and 25 man they award the same loot it's only that in 25 mans you get more loot per ca- person in the raid so that's what they did so that's that might be interesting for some people to get into but i don't know i couldn't start the game up again yeah, I have to admit, uh, WoW is more appealing than it used to be to me. Um, yeah, it's it's really just about family. It's if I was a single guy right now, I'd I'd already be playing again. I would be mm-hmm. intent on starting Guild Wars 2 once it came out in lieu of that. But um, the PvP, I have to admit, everyone, a lot of people say it's meh. It's imbalanced and poorly managed, in my opinion. By it is definitely poorly man- managed. Like when you people. Um give guild war the guild wars community staff a hard time especially izzy like one guy he did a pretty good job at balancing guild wars compare that to world of warcraft with all of its manpower and all that money from activision being poured into it and they can't balance it at all like even 
I mean, it was more balanced when the first expansion arrived, and it wasn't owned by Activision. Yeah. Activision and it had all that money being pulled into it. Activision was bad for them, in my opinion. But I have to say... I don't, I don't know. Activision is a big company, and it definitely gives them a lot more uh, coverage, because in the end, it's about that... It's about that money at the end of the day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and you can't get around that. But what's funny yeah. is, like, you notice a lot of Olympic swimmers have asthma. Mm -hmm. Well, it's similar with WoW. That was the only thing I did enjoy in the game was the PvP, partially because of yeah. what you were working against. Like, if you were a priest and you were good at PvP, you're kind of a badass because you're overcoming what <laughs> the developers, you know, put against you. You go up against, yeah. say, um, a rope. Bro Storm. Oh, or bro, oh shit, yeah, I am not going back to WoW. <laughs> you have to do the same bro storm and I'm done. Nope. For those of you who don't know what bro storm is, uh, look it up, because it's really funny, and it makes you just scream bro storm when you're right when you hear it. It's not even face roll, it's just face touch. You hit that, okay, you won. It's the yeah, I win. Like, um, yeah, it is the I win button. We did, oh man, we're talking about WoW so much, you guys are going to love I know. that, um, uh... Christian Squire did for our mashup today. It was all about WoW, actually, and how much we talk about it. Hey, so anybody play uh, League of Legends? Fantasy Star? No. No, I did not. Do you know League um, of Legends? Ardio? No, I play Heroes and No, I thank you. Uh, right. Do you know? Do you know the fellow Ardio? I know that name, Ardio. He was he was in the guild for some time. It just said he quit oh, after Ardio. a while. Yeah. Okay. Um, he was playing League of Legends a lot, and he liked it. It, was, it can get kind of frustrating when you're on a losing streak, though. Yeah. And it's definitely not does not have a very supportive community. People trash talk on there all the time. So it's kind of like Xbox Live. It pretty much is like Xbox Live, except you don't hear little twelve-year-olds dissing you on Halo Three. What I want to start playing now is Team Fortress Two. I've got that for the PS3. I think I'm going to start doing. Team that. Fortress Two is pretty good. You should try it. I'm going to do that. I I played it a little bit, but I wasn't really all that invested in it. But I need something to do, and that's that's kind of up my alley right there. I picked up Minecraft last weekend, so I've really got into that. Man, you're just like indulging in all the digital methamphetamines, aren't you? Do you know what? It, I blame Cobus. It's his fault entirely. The thing is, he gets a game, and uh, then I see him playing it, and I'm thinking, I could do that so much better. <laughs> so I have to get it to prove it. I can bear him. He was trying to build a castle last week, and uh, you know, there's not very many uh, castles in Africa, so... It, I was telling him he was doing it wrong, so uh, he, <laughs> he, he made me get an account just so I could prove him wrong. That is badass. Are you playing on the same server as um, uh, Tiger and Sean? And... No, no, no. Um, my guild has our own. We have our own server that we play together on. Oh, okay. The Mist people. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, but WoW well, was really kind of on the back burner. I'm still playing Guild Wars quite a bit and kind of juggling between Guild Wars and Minecraft and the. Spare a little few minutes I get to play the next couple of weeks, so it'll be interesting. Yeah, just for those of you who may be listening and for everyone here, WoW is definitely one of those games where you need to have people to play with, because otherwise it gets boring really quickly. Yeah, it's funny, there's so much to do, but only with other people. You can, yeah, you exactly. can do a substantial amount of soloing, actually, in that game, but once you really want to start like becoming one of the optimal people on the server or something in any regard, you need friends or people... Like the PvPers, if you're doing arena, they can be some serious um, munches. But some of the tards, <laughs> yeah, some of the biggest jerks are the best PvPers. Fortunately, uh, when I went to PvP, I had Trevor, who was a really nice guy, but also a badass. Although, if you were on the other side of the computer and you couldn't hear him, he was cussing you out pretty good. <laughs> He'd be like, "Oh, you're gonna bro storm? Oh, I remember. Huh? 
All I remember when I PvP'd extensively in WoW was during the first expansion. That was probably the better time to PvP because things were a bit more balanced than they were now. All I remember was that I was PvPing with French Canadians. <laughs> and that was and it was fun. Why do you guys keep it, talking it about to, Wee Wee? It was, <laughs> It got to the point no no, it got to the point where like they were like in a three v three, they were um the two partners that I was with, they were talking in French and I'm like, wait, wait, what am I doing? <laughs> Because I'm not um, all that um, versed in French. <laughs> yeah, all I know how to say is uh, no hablo escargot. You've just mixed I know. languages. <laughs> that is the most important phrase you could ever take away from this podcast. Yes. If you ever find yourself lost in a French community. <laughs> we have a lot of Frenchies right now listening to this going, oh my god, I'm done with these guys. Yeah. Stefan Lopresti. Well, we already called him Stephanie or something, didn't we? He's got paid. You called him a girl. I didn't, did I? <laughs> yes, you did. No, someone else called him a girl. I was I was on top of things, wasn't I? I might have blamed for this. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe Stephanie could... Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Caught in the act. That is true. That is true. So, yeah, I guess that handles most of it. Um, I don't know. Anything else mm-hmm. you guys want to talk about? Uh, this has been a very enthusiastic episode. It's been a very random yeah. episode. It has very random. This is this is what happens when we don't have a script or anything. It's a Christmas episode, yeah. so I mean, you should just thank us for making this. Damn it, it does <laughs> suck. When are people going to listen to this anyway? Are there any people who? There's actually quite a lot of people when on get around on to Gil- it. Some people on Guildwall's early run. There's actually quite a lot of people oh. around. Even in international, there's still quite a lot of people around. So, yeah. I think it's what this AFK. I know in previous years is what happens is um you know you open your presents in the morning and then you have Christmas lunch and then you just want to get away from the family so you go hide on the PC. That's true. That's what I used to do anyway. I'm so happy I got snowboarding boots. Like I had a snowboard, now I got the boots. I love Colorado. So now you can actually use them. Oh I, yeah. Well, I just hated going there and having to rent the boots, then go skiing. Now I can just jump out of the car, buy a ski lift ticket, and hit the mountain. So I'm going to be doing a lot of that this summer. I'm going to, or summer, really, um, this winter. I'm going to be taking a lot of photos of this this year because I want to be able to like put it up on the podcast feed and stuff. Uh, we used to do this last year, and we were doing face roll show at that time, and I got quite a few pictures of me and Mark going skiing and stuff. But uh, yeah, that's cool. So in the summertime we go out on the boat, and the wintertime we go skiing. It'll be excellent. It'll be a good influence on the gamer community. Hey guys, get out, lose some fat, have some fun. It was ju- Sounds good. That was a judgmental thing to say. I don't I don't really care. I'm skinny as heck. I could actually gain a few pounds. You know, the stereotype is pretty off. It seems to me like the majority of us gamers are actually scrawny little bastards. Yeah, I'm really not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but isn't Kobus? Yes, he is the scrawniest little person you'll ever meet. Oh, I don't know. Um, actually, I think Chaz has me on that one, but barely. Okay, I guess I just gotta show a pic just to show you how skinny I am. Oh, I've seen the picture of you. You got some pretty sweet hair, too. It's like quasi-fro, isn't it? Hee <laughs> <laughs> I call it the Jufro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, what, six foot tall and 150 pounds on a good day? As people well, say pounds awesome. to me, I have tall. no idea how much that is. What do you guys go by, stones? Yeah, I use stone. <laughs> I think other people use um, kilograms and stuff like that, but I'm just used to it and stone so in kilograms i'm something around from 150 it was mostly just divided by two. Oh, just ask twitter i'm uh, not twitter google 75 150 pounds well like 73 because it's 2.2 that you did 150 pounds yeah yeah 
That's tiny. It's ten ten bit stone. That sounds right. Man, you're skinny. <laughs> yep. I hate you. Well, it's not all roses. I'm actually turning into a hippie, so everyone thinks I'm a stoner now because I'm skinny and I got long hair. It's as as Mitch Hedberg would have said. I wish people associated long hair with something other than drug abuse, like uh, extreme longing for cake. Man, that guy is on bunt cake. Did you see the way he looked at you when you said your birthday was coming up? What? Uh, you gotta what? look up Mitch Hedberg. He's like the master of uh, contorting the obvious. <laughs> and he always laughed like this. <laughs> was it the guy who uh, said, um, what was it? If you're hungry and you want to eat a million of something, yes. make rice. Yeah. Is that it? <laughs> That's good. Okay. Yeah. Well, it sounds to me like we're about ready to wrap things up since we're talking about weight. Yep. <laughs> Next thing. And uh, on that note, I'm going to go make steak. Okay. But wait, there's more. We still have to do <laughs> the Wheel of Morality. Who is doing the Wheel of Morality? Um, One, two, three. Not it. Not it. <laughs> not it. Tasha was last. Oh, but I never do any good ones. Well, let me see if I can think something up real quick. Can we just go with, like, Mitch Hedberg? Yeah. Okay. Wheel of Morality, turn, turn, turn. Tell us the lesson that we should learn, me. Uh, or Mitch Hedberg, actually. I hate arrows, man. Don't you? That would be the most awful way to die. Some people walk up. Hey, look at this dead guy. Let's go that way. He knows when you are sleeping. He knows when you're on the It's time for the weekly mashup. This is where we play you the best bits from previous episodes because you were too busy. Hold that thought. This being my 10th mashup and Christmas, I thought I'd do something different for you. So, I will attempt to answer the age-old question of which MMO is going to win. Some of you may not realise that there is another MMO out there besides Guild Wars which gets mentioned a fair bit. Wow, why, wow, why, wow, 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 well, since we're talking about it, World of Warcraft, wow, 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 I wonder if Ghostcrawler was there, he was like, hey, we don't make you read two tooltips, key guys, wow, wow, why, wow, 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 hey, that sucked, but here, check this out, this is Relics of War. <laughs> if, however, the only MMO you know is wow, what is the alternative? Mass migrate to Guild Wars 2 today, after all. <laughs> World of Warcraft, the new expansion, is going to make you have to redo everything anyway. What about Guild Wars? Yes, you can jump. No, there is no subscription. But we don't want people to have to read two tooltips. <laughs> My name's Gregory Street. So in light of all this evidence, who is the actual winner? Which MMO will defeat all the rest? This is the eternal question, to which the answer is not 42. So Ryan, who won? Guild Wars 1. ArenaNet says so. I don't know about you, but that sounds pretty conclusive. Enjoy Winter's Day, and we'll see you all next year.